Hello, everybody. Guess what? This is season two of the Unfair Advantage Show. Yes, we've completed season one. Go back and look at all of the teachings that we did on the book, Our Unfair Advantage. That was all of season one. But now what I've been promising, what I've been promising, now we're going to start introducing you to men and women all over the country, all over the world that are truly living their unfair advantage out loud in the for-profit business marketplace. And today, I cannot express to you how excited I am to have one of my dear friends from right here in Pensacola, Florida, where we home base Dr. Jim Harris Ministries. Dr. David Harvitz is with us. Dave, thank you so much for being part of our very first season two show. Thanks for joining us today. It's been it's going to be a pleasure to be here. Uh, honestly, it's a truly an honor uh, to, to be here with you. Well, let's wait and see how you respond to all the questions I'm going to ask you before you say that. All right. Let me introduce you now, friends, to, it can't, it to can't Dr. Dave. can't nearly be as bad as the blog. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. David Harvitz is a doctor of physical therapy and graduated with honors from the most prestigious United States-based school on physical therapy, University of Pittsburgh. That was over 14 years ago. And now Dave has now begun and launched out of his traditional training in orthopedics and chronic pain after, and this is in his words, after bouncing around, and we're going to ask him what this means, bouncing around the troublesome medical model. Dave launched his own self-pay practice in 2020 at the onset of COVID. We're going to dive into that in this first part of the interview. Since starting his business, Dave has now grown into three locations. That was only four years ago when he launched, friends. And now he has a franchise model. And get this, I want you to hear how Dave describes what the Lord is, his assignment for the Lord that he's developing a residency program on top of his franchise model, a residency program and healing ministry to serve those who can't afford the traditional high-quality medical care. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Dave's been married for 12 years to Beth, who is absolutely his better half, four rambunctious, healthy, magnificent kids, once again, Dave, thank you for being here with us today. And I want to launch on this. I ask you what your life verse is. I think it's important that we get an idea of where you come spiritually as we now just take a dive into your business and your new business model. Dave's One of Dave's life's verse, and I hope you write this down, is Proverbs 22, 29. Proverbs 22, 29. And from the New King James Version, this is Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine. Do you see a man? Do you see Dr. Dave? Skillful in his work. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before common man. That word excel means to be ready, skillful, diligent, prepared. And that's exactly what Dave is in his work. Dave, I want to launch this interview, this case study that we've been waiting for for so long. I, I knew you are going to be my first one. You were going to be my first one. I knew that months ago. Give us a snapshot of how you went from your education, a quick snapshot in your traditional career, even though short, 
in the traditional physical therapy medical practice. Give us a little snapshot of what that was like and how you knew you needed to make a shift. Well, I never had peace about it. That was That's the main thing. And uh, I always tell people uh, when it comes to uh, how I got to where I am now, uh, I've always, even though I may not have realized it at the time, I've always been led by a spirit, the, God, the spirit of God through this process um, to where I am. And what's been really fun these last few years is to look back on times where I maybe not have been as faithful or, or really truly know what was going on um, to look back and say, oh, there's the Holy Spirit doing his thing. Uh, and so what was um, interesting is that throughout my journey in, in the traditional model, I never had peace. I always felt there was a healing that was left on the table and um, never enjoyed the model that we have, which is more of a sick care model. I think I don't think anyone here listening to us talk here is going to say, oh, yes, the healthcare system is doing really well. Uh, we all know the medical model uh, in America is broken. And so we need to step out and say, why is it broken? Uh, I, I designed Renew specifically to address the brokenness in the system. Now, tell us the name of your company. Uh, Renew Concierge Physical Therapy. Renew Concierge renew Physical Therapy. Now, that name has some prophetic meaning behind it. We'll get to that a little bit later. How many years after you graduated from college were you in the traditional PT field? Uh, ten. So 10 years, ten you years. were deep into it. Yeah. And so you saw it. it. You weren't at peace with it. You knew there was something better. How did, and then we're looking at your business now, how your business was birthed or how God's business through you was birthed. When did you know, how did you know it was time to step out? How did God tell you, Dave, it's time to take a leap? Well, I was I know in, the answer, uh, but I want to, I know the answer, but I want everybody else to hear it from you. <laughs> so essentially I was fired. <laughs> <laughs> so I now was we're fired entitle this. Let, let me stop here. I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt because the name of this show, the name of the show that you'll see on, you've seen on your social media. Now that you're watching it from fired to franchising, a spirit led transformation. So now you're getting the That's inside right. scoop. Dave was fired just as COVID began. Take it from there, Dave. Yeah, I think um, there was there was some preparatory work there. Uh, obviously, yourself, you you were included in this, uh, but me and a few close friends were praying over what to do, um, given the the fact that um, I was due to take a, a rather large cut in my salary, and I wasn't going to have that. Uh, and uh, the way things turned out is, um, I started this company as a side hustle to to make some extra money. Uh, when my company found out about that, they saw it as a competing business. I have a reason to believe that's not true. They they fired me based on that. And then a week later, COVID broke out all over the country, shut down. Uh, and so if you really wanted to stack up everything and say, okay, um, you truly have to rely on God, this, this was the moment. Uh, and so month over month, revenue doubled. Uh, and it, it was just a, a, a true outpouring of the Holy Spirit through the whole process. Uh, well, before we jump ahead on all that, before we jump ahead on all that, I've got to go back and let the people know sure. someone behind the scenes. When you were fired, when you were fired, it was 
prayed over you that, you know, you need to leave. And you said, no, I didn't want to leave. Because here's the, here it is, folks. Listen yeah, to this. Dave had just bought a house, four kids and a wife, and he gets fired pre-COVID to start a business. And tell us exactly how you launch and still have the model, how it was radically different. You were stepping into COVID with what type of medical PT model? Yeah, so as as the concierge may imply, we actually come to you. So there's a there's a, a travel component to you. So they come to you. It's cash based, and it's COVID, all at the same time. Yeah. And Dave has a mortgage and four yeah. kids. There was a little bit of what we call um, hashtag stress. Going on with Dave Harvitz, and, yeah, you know, we walked through with him on that. I want people to know that this was not an easy decision. In fact, may I say, Dave, is it fair, Dr. Dave, that God kind of pushed you into this decision? Picked me right off the edge is what he did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're more graphic with I mean, it. I was going to give you some grace on that. <laughs> no, he – Okay. There was no way So sometimes it's no not the loving – it's not the peace of God sometimes. Sometimes it's the boot of God that pushes you into entrepreneurship, Sarah. That's right. I mean, I knew this was coming in regards to starting a business, but, uh, you know, we, we were looking at my business plan for the for 2020, and it was do 10 visits a, a week, and I ended up doing that in, in two weeks. You know, like by the end of the year, obviously, that was that was unrealistic. It was way too low. Um, and honestly, there was no way I was going to launch this into a full-time gig without God kicking me over the edge a little bit. Um, but at the same time, although he kicked me over the edge, that's, that's how he needed to, to interact with me. Um, yeah. And the other was stress. Uh, and there was a lot of hard work, a lot of late nights, a lot of it's hard. Uh, you know, if, you can be spirit-led all you want, but there's work that needs to be done. Um, you know, talking, you know, if we're really going to talk about being excellent, um, you know, you also have to go to the the ant you sluggard, right? There's there's so many proverbs that talk about like you got to do the work, but but you can be spirit led all you want, but you got to do the work. At the same time, if you do a lot of work but you're not spirit led, there's 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 bad things on, on the other end of that road too. How did you come to the the peace, the decision, as you looked at the traditional model of business? So friends, listen to this. Listen to how Dave got the confirmation. How did you come to as much peace as you could have had of leaving a traditional model of business, this in particularly in, in physical therapy work, into a radically new disruptive model of fee-based, go to the patient during COVID when you're in lockdown? How did you come to peace that's, that God said, this is the right thing to do. This radical transformational approach to medicine was right for you at that time. How did you come to that piece? It, it all starts with communion with the Lord. Um, when I first started my business, I was like, okay, God, I'm going to focus. We're, we're talking about who am I going to focus in on? Who am I going to market to? Who's going who's to be the avatar, right, in, in business? Who's that that niche? And I, I was like, well, I want to work with runners and athletes. I'm a sports med kind of guy. And God said, no. I was like, okay, well, what would you like me to do? Um, and just going systematically through like, okay, God, what do you say about this? Uh, and he says, well, I want you to work with chronic pain patients. And traditional Dave Harvitz, I said, no. 
I don't want to do that. That sounds hard. And so the next step, and now like, okay, and God says, no, 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 Dave. I, I, and he was very gracious. He was like, no, really, I want you to work with chronic pain. I'm like, God, I don't know if I'm really truly skilled for that. And he goes, don't worry, I'll tell you what to do. Okay. Wow. And so then you have to take the word of the Lord, and then you actually have to obey. And I was like, okay, God, uh, I will obey. And what was interesting is uh, I market, that's who I'm marketing to people who have chronic pain, uh, problems that other people can't fix. That's kind of how I talk about it. And what do you know? Um, again, month over month, uh, the patients poured in. And it just so happens that um, when you fix somebody who's had chronic pain for 30 years, uh, they have big mouths. And God knew exactly what he was doing in that. There was your marketing plan right there, and you didn't see it going into it. Jesus was marketing for you when, uh -huh. through your obedience. I was going to say one of the interesting things is, um, you know, one of the, the words that he gave me about chronic pain, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to tell you what to do. Um, he said, uh, go heal my people so they can worship me. Get them out of the bondage oh. of pain Whoa, into the promised wow. land of healing. And so, so that there, is the ministry aspect, a huge there. part of your ministry aspect. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in terms of God encouraging me, uh, one of my very first patients what, goes to our church, and he'd had chronic pain for 30 years in his back, can't do nothing, all the things. Um, I work with him for a couple weeks. And what do you know? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I tend to stand sit in the back of the church, and I see him, the front of the church, jumping in worship, uh, during uh, one of our services, I'm like, okay, God, I, I got it. I got it. And, and when you say, well, what did God do to kind of give you peace? It was stuff like that. There were confirmations. I'm like, there's his people worshiping him that he couldn't do before. I understand now, God, what your mission is and what my assignment is in all of this. Through all the fear, friends, listen to how Dr. Dave is describing this. Through all the fear... He left, he left the traditional model in peace because he knew there was something else going with all the stress, with growing a business and COVID, launching a business totally radically different than anybody else doing this in medicine. And yet he did it in peace. He worked very hard. And all along the way, God was confirming that he had made the right steps in following the voice of Holy Spirit. This is indeed a magnificent case study. Trust the Lord. Don't lean on your own understanding. And Dave has literally lived this powerfully the last four years. Looking back, looking back, Dave, now, do you, let me, let me back up and let people know how I see Dave. Dave is an absolute brilliant strategist. The man is a left-brain, bottom-line, sequential problem-solving type A, I mean, entrepreneur to the extreme in the most wonderful ways. Looking back, Dave, could you even imagine back then how far you've come through listening and unleashing your unfair advantage in four years to where you are today to where now you're actually franchising Renew Concierge around the country? Could you, looking back, could you have imagined that four years ago? No, no, of course not. Uh, but there was a prophecy made, and it, it has come, it has been fulfilled for sure. 
Uh, there's been lots of words of encouragement spoken over me and prayed over me. And, um, you know, what's interesting is God has bigger plans than we have, and we just play a small role. And, and yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in charge of Renew, and I own it. That's great. Um, but, you know, the, the really, and I know you, you definitely uh, preach this, or at least teach this, that God's the true owner of our businesses if we're really being spirit-led. And it's important to recognize where what my position is, more of the manager of the talents and not so much the owner of the land. That's a very difficult lesson for entrepreneurs like you and me to actually agree to and live by because we still want to keep our fingers. Uh, okay, Lord, here, here's my plan. Bless it big and I'll pay you a lot of money when I go to church on Sunday, right? There's still some of that out there. Um, you have been more faithful than not. And friends, I do want to say this. Dave started a business, if you will, a for-profit business model, but a huge part of it is giving back in, frankly, in many ways, um, work in kind. He, does, he has not, as he be, even as he began, he didn't charge 100% of everybody his legitimate fees because this was part of his ministry. And there have been times when he was serving others, serving others as a blessing and not expecting financial payment back. I promise you, with Dave doing that, he's gotten back many, many fold of what he's given away through the growth and the foundation of the business. So Dave's another good example. Well, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to put Dave on a pedestal. I mean, he's like all of us. We all have our issues. Dave, do you have issues? I have issues. We all have our issues. But in four years, what he's done from being fired to now franchising, tell us how the Lord confirmed to you now in just three years, it's time to franchise as a business person. How did you come to that decision? I think there's some some worldly strategy and then some spirit-led uh, confirmation. Um, one okay. of one of the things that was important to me is if we're going to be if I'm going to be a disruptor, if I'm going to change the model, I have to recognize that I need to train people to do this well. Um, and so, if I'm going to train people to do this well, I need to have some kind of commitment. Uh, it, and that's actually one of the reasons why the medical model is broken is that. No business is going to invest $100,000 into training somebody and then allow them to leave and then start their own business or, or leave and then not get some financial uh, revenue from that, that practitioner. It's actually quite point. hard yeah. to find that. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, well, strategically, I need to have a larger vision. I say I, but the Lord needs to have a larger vision for Renew that everyone else that comes into the Renews family can fulfill all of their goals and dreams and vision for their lives. So if I can have wow. a large enough vision to then bring in people whose visions can fit inside of Renew, now we can have a place where people can grow to their maximum potential and desires while still retaining the talent that's been so heavily invested in. Wow, and that vision, beautiful. again, is it, it's... It has to be coming from the Lord. That was that was truly God saying, "This is how you're going to do it." And the and most so recent when you say, "Well, how did God confirm model. this?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, how did God confirm it? Go ahead. Yeah. 
Well, the way he confirmed it um, was just how well it's stacked. Like if you, and, and obviously we're, you're, everyone, the, the viewers here are just listing some pieces, but if you were to look at like a beautifully created Lego statue, you're like, wow, that somebody designed that, right? I mean, even look at our human bodies. I mean, I can go on forever. Um, but the reality is that when you look at the way that Renew stacks on itself and then brings in this side and brings in that side, it's so wonderfully and wonderfully created and designed. I know I'm not, I'm true. Like, okay. I could be a strategist all you want, but it is, it's divine. It's divine how simple and easily it puts together. And when God says, that's what you're doing. And I'm like, okay. And then it comes together. And then all of a sudden God gives you the pieces as you need them. Mm. That's called, that's God's, that's, 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 that's spirit led confirmation right there. As we, as we start transitioning to the close of this segment, oh, friends, Dave is also going to have a second interview. This is part one of a two-part interview. So come back next week, and you'll be able to see part two of Dave's story. As we kind of wrap this, Dave, two unique pieces that I'd like for you to share. One, on your residency model that you are now literally just in the last few weeks beginning to launch, how that feeds into your model, not just you yourself doing it yourself, but now you're training others, now you're offering franchise and training, but now you've got a rev a residency model that feeds in. And also, I want everybody to know about blocks. I want you to tell the story on how you got into <laughs> blocks and how a spirit-led yeah. model held itself up against secular entrepreneurs. So tell us a little bit about the residency model and how people can learn more about you and the residency model. But then I want to talk about blocks for a couple of minutes. So go ahead. So the residency model was birthed out of the idea that um, uh, physical therapists and the medical model in general were not equipped to train or not to, not to treat um, chronic pain. We're just not. There is a reason why we have a chronic pain epidemic in America. It's because we do not actually push forward the appropriate uh, medical and physical uh, treatment to actually eliminate the root cause of pain. We just don't do it well. And so and that's eliminate I can the root hire a physical the therapist. Thing, the root cause, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, everyone treats the fruit. But if the root is bad, you're just going to get more bad fruit. And so you really need, do need to dig deeper. The, the root causes of problems are not always where your pain is. And there is a whole system of, of treating symptoms and not necessarily the actual uh, uh, root of the problem. And so the residency is designed to train my PTs how to do that without, and then, and then obviously giving them a place in my business or a franchise of their own. Um, but one of the unique things that'll be that's unheard of is that if you want a franchise from me, one, you got to be a physical therapist, and then two, you have to go through my residency. Oh, you've been a PT for 10 years? Doesn't matter. You're going to go through the residency because excellence is our brand. Tell us how that, the next thing, if, for instance, you, the P on, on, the, on the PT, tell men and women who yeah. might, who are listening to this, how they can learn more about your residency program. Where do you go? What's your website? Tell, tell them how to find out more about that. Then we'll come back to blocks. Yeah. So you can go to my website, uh, www.renewpensacolapt.com. And then there, there's a tab that says, join our team. Just 
click the link and it'll kind of give you some information and then there's a form to fill out. You can fill out your information there. Uh, and again, we we don't need you to be the best physical therapist. We don't need you to be, uh, what we need you to have is a heart to learn, be humble, and then be hungry to serve the Lord in your business. If you've got those three things, uh, anyone can be a renewed physical therapist. Heart, humility, and hunger. Wow. So renewpensacolapt.com. Right. All right, excellent. Now, I want us yes. to wrap up this first show. We've got to hear because, you know, we're talking about doing business for profit in a marketplace that's terribly competitive with huge, huge you know, entities that are battling for every penny, yet you were led to join an entrepreneurial contest called The Blocks, and you can tell people how to get there. Sure. And by the way, friends, I'll tell you the end of the story. Dave won, W-O-N. Dave was the winner on one of the seasons of Blocks. Tell us that story, what you learned, and how well a spirit-led company dealt with secular entrepreneurs that were doing very well themselves. Yeah, so The Blocks is uh, is the largest entrepreneurial game show in the country. Uh, it's actually led by and owned and produced by Wes Bergman. He's the, uh, the, uh, the challenge uh, guy with the red beard, actually. And um, he actually has a very um, strong entrepreneurial heart. And so this is sort of like a pet project for him. And it's actually streaming on Amazon now. And so you can go to Amazon uh, and stream The Blocks. Um, unfortunately, my season's not on the on Amazon just yet. It's season five, and so what they do is they bring entrepreneurs in, entrepreneurs in from all over the country uh, and put them in one one place. Uh, and what we do is we compete with one another with different um, pitches and um, contests uh, that involve what you need to build a good business as an entrepreneur. And so one day would be uh, marketing, the other day would be networking, the other day would be how to put together a tech stack uh, for your business and how it all interacts. And we get we get actually trained in that, and then we have competition afterwards. And so uh, it's a five-day competition. Um, we get to network and, and have lunch together and really uh, spend a lot of time together. And then when the time comes, we have to compete. Uh, and I was I was very blessed, had the, the favor to actually win. They had 10,000 applicants to join my season. Uh, 62 entrepreneurs were involved in my season, uh, and I, I did come in first place. So it's uh, it was quite the experience. It was very it was very educational. I think the one thing that if you were like, well, how did you do it? Um, favor. Um, it truly favor, uh, you know, judges are subjective. <laughs> I mean, you got to come and you got to do well, but I mean, the reality is, is I, there were some times where I'm like, yep, I, I know where you are in that God. Um, I think that ultimately worldly wisdom is great, but knowing how to apply it, knowing the, the, the getting the word of wisdom on how to apply what we learn in the, in the marketplace uh, is is truly something that we can't do on our own. And that's why we have to go to the Lord for that. I wanted you to hear, everyone, that Dave and, the, and men and women like you that are willing to be business disruptors, I'm going to talk a lot more about that this season on the Unfair Advantage Show, that we are built to be spirit-led business disruptors. 
just like Jesus was a disruptor everywhere he went. Dave is living that right now. You can check out Season 5 of The Blocks, B-L-O-X. There is an app you can download. You can watch a season there. I'm glad it's on Amazon and soon to be. But you can be assured that when you are riding on the wings of Jesus, when it's his business and you're letting him decide which winds to shift toward and you're following his lead, you can compete against and you can win against any secular company when you do it God's way and not always do it your way. So I wanted to put that plug in. What we talk about holds up against any kind of company in any kind of industry with any kind of non-believing leader. So, Dave, we're always very proud of you for doing that in a righteous way, of going in there. and t- In fact, I wasn't even sure you were supposed to go. I'm glad you didn't listen to me that time. I wasn't sure if that was for you, but you said, I'm going to do it, and I'm, we're just so <laughs> thrilled that you did. Friends, I wanted you to get a taste of what one man's journey is in just four years from being fired to franchising and then winning secular entrepreneurial who's the best contests in four years. On the next show, part two of Dave's interview, we're going to dig deep and I'm going to ask Dave some very specific questions on from what he's learned being a CEO, a spirit-led CEO along the journey. So we're going to take more of a, of a CEO perspective. You've heard his story. Now let's come back on part two next week and let's see what Dave actually learned and the lessons he's learned becoming a spirit-led CEO. Dave, thank you so much for this show. And we're going to get that second show going in just a few minutes. So friends, remember, come, keep joining us. Tell your friends to download the JC CEO TV apps. You can follow all the Unfair Advantage shows. You can follow me on all of my social medias. And you'll see excerpts of this interview when we're ready to load it on what we've talked about so far today on my Twitter, on my Facebook, on my LinkedIn, on the, you know, the Dr. Jim Harris YouTube. It's going to be all over my primary social media channels. So keep following us. Keep spreading the word so other people can be exhorted and encouraged like you have from Dr. Dave's story, part one. We'll see you next week for part two. Thanks for joining us today.